like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prudes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I am Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another BDSM United podcast. BDSM is about relationships and interactions between people. It's about power, control, dominance, surrender, humiliation, pain, and discomfort. Sometimes, but not always, it's also about sex. It's often intense and can involve extreme sexualization or objectification. To control, to dominate, or to surrender, there must be something powerful involved. And sex can be that powerful thing. I stress that it can be. It need not be sex. Pain is also powerful. Ropes and restraints can also be powerful. Fear can be powerful. All of these things are excellent BDSM tools, given that they're done within consent. There's another bit of sexual mystery, which also gets mixed in with BDSM sometimes, and it's called fetish. A fetish is an object, a thing, or a non-sexual part of the body which atypically stimulates someone sexually. Something like rubber and latex are common fetish materials. Corsets and stockings are common fetish clothing. And feet and elbows are common fetish parts of the body. They become a fetish when these typically non-sexual objects make someone feel sexually aroused. People practice BDSM in a variety of places. In their bedroom, around the house, or in specially set-up rooms, which are often called dungeons due to their connection with pain and torture. They may go to social events where they have the company of like-minded enthusiasts and where they get to indulge their desires either with their own regular partner or with someone else eager to explore some aspect of BDSM. These social events are often simply called play parties because people indulge in BDSM-type play there. One idea with which is often neglected but which is fundamental to BDSM is that, save for a few individuals, it's not ever really done solo. BDSM is always done with someone else. Those of us into BDSM sometimes refer to vanilla people or vanilla folk or vanilla activities. When we talk about vanilla, we're generally talking about uh, an egalitarian world outside of BDSM where everyone supposedly has equal rights and equal power to direct their destiny. This isn't the world of BDSM. In BDSM, we often don't talk about husbands, wives, girlfriends, or boyfriends. 
because they don't hint at or suggest anything more than a completely power-balanced equal relationship. In BDSM, we instead talk about tops, bottoms, or masters, slaves, dominants, and submissives. These names of roles or identities have built into them a distinct idea of who is in charge or who directs, who decides, who gives, who follows, who receives, who submits. This difference in power usually appears in the form of one person leading or setting the direction for what goes on between the two and the second person following or being directed. Many people would like to think that this first person is the top, the dominant, or the master, and the second person is the bottom, the submissive, or the slave. This isn't always the case. However, just because there's another person taking part in a BDSM scene with you doesn't necessarily mean that you have any sort of meaningful BDSM relationship with them. It's important to recognize this difference between simply doing BDSM and being part of a BDSM relationship, aka a power exchange relationship. Doing BDSM may merely be allowing someone to tie you up and enjoying the embrace of the rope, or can be flogging someone and watching them writhe and see their back turn red. Both of, both of these uh, S&M and other activities may be enjoyable, but don't necessarily mean that you're part of any sort of BDSM power exchange relationship. We could say that a BDSM relationship requires an intimate and personal involvement rather than just a technical involvement. When two people have a relationship involving BDSM, there are two ways that their BDSM wants or needs get met. The relationship itself satisfies the wants or needs. This happens where the relationship involves dominance and submission, or mastery and slavery. In the actual exercising of the relationship, such as the use and experience of power, authority, and control provide the satisfaction to the people involved. The relationship provides a context in which wants or needs are explored and satisfied. For example, a couple who use flogging as a sort of cathartic release on weekends or as a lead-in to kinky sex have a relationship which creates a safe context in which to engage in flogging. Here are some of the most common relationship identities within BDSM. A dominant, the person who has power in a power exchange relationship. Master or mistress, the person who has the power in an authority exchange relationship, often also called a total power exchange. A person who owns a slave. Submissive, the person who gives up power in a power exchange relationship. Slave or property, the person who gives up power in an authority exchange relationship, often called a total power exchange relationship. A person who is owned by a master or mistress. A switch, a person who is capable of dominant and submissive identities. 
uh, oftentimes uh, done in parallel or done in uh, distinctly in one relationship following a different relationship. A dominant in one relationship when that relationship ends, possibly a submissive in the next relationship. Daddy or mommy, a dominant person who takes on a somewhat nurturing role to a little and acts as a surrogate parental type figure in some ways. Little, a submissive adult person who takes on the characteristics of a child or a childlike personality and or regresses to a more childlike state during BDSM play or at other times. Uh, protector or mentor, mentor, a trusted person who offers advice on various BDSM topics, who's not sexually involved with the mentee. Most feel that a mentor should be the same identity, sometimes the same gender, and sometimes the same orientation as the one they are mentoring. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for this BDSM United podcast where we talked about a lot of maybe some BDSM 101 things and maybe in a way that you hadn't heard them before. We oftentimes present similar subjects back to back uh, over time uh, because we provide or help provide the educational needs of a wide scope of people, a wide variety of people. And maybe you heard something today in a way you hadn't heard it before and maybe Today, it clicked for you. It helped you better understand some aspect of our culture and our lifestyle. Uh, you can find all of our resources, more resources like this and others, at www.bdsmunited.com. It was a joy speaking with you today, and I look forward to talking with you again soon. <laughs>